I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. How the heck are you, Becca? Ah, good. It's been a roller coaster week, but today now I can say it's good. Good, good, good. It's a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Becca has a lovely new backdrop on. You do. You guys should be watching this on YouTube. Yeah. Um, She promised to deliver different backgrounds every week, even though we just figured it out. So, yeah, I'm making that promise for you. Okay. One of us will have a different background. Yeah. I just, okay. I keep having to move my thing because the iPad, you like have to have it up but I'm in my bedroom. So I'm like sitting on my bed. So I've got it propped. Um, I don't know, on top of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so if we like, are. If you lose my face for a little bit, that's why. We're professionals. We have a very professional setup going. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, uh, even have like a microphone hooked up or anything. I should really get to that, but I still haven't bought the little adapter that I need. Yeah. iPads are tricky. They get you all those little changes that nothing else works except just for the iPad now. You yeah. Special charger I, they're not, and they're not dumb. They know how to make money mm-hmm. and they know you're going to buy it. Yep. Yep. And uh, we fell for a hook, line and sinker, but you know what? We're getting better video quality and hopefully better audio. I think our audio has been sounding a lot better since we switched to the iPads. I, yeah, I was worried the first few episodes that we did just cause I didn't have a microphone, but the ones I've listened to have been fine. So mm-hmm. Hopefully yeah. it's up to everyone else's standards. If not, well, that sucks. <laughs> you know what they say. Up. What more do you want from us? <laughs> Bless this mess. That's that's all we can yeah. ask for. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so today we're just kind of winging it. Today we don't have we don't have a guest or anything. We're gonna be kind of talking about our postpartum experiences. We I think we both have pretty different experiences. So, um, I know your, yours is a lot different than mine. So it'll be kind of, I don't want to say fun. Cause I don't think it's going to be like a super fun conversation, but it'll be an interesting one. Um, it'll be one of those ones that if you're going through it or you're going to go through it, or you mm-hmm. have been through it, I think you'll be able to relate and like, hopefully know that you're not alone. Granted, we're only like two experiences, but yeah, I feel like there, I, I feel like we've got two pretty common experiences. I don't know. Maybe yours is a little bit more extreme, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. So, yeah. um, how was your week? What'd you, what'd you do? My week, it was pretty mellow. Honestly, I don't, did I do anything? I don't know. Did I don't think I really did anything. You sent me flowers for drying up and that was, that was amazing. Joey like read the card. He must not have read your name. I don't know, but he's like, who sent you flowers for drying up? I was like, Amber did, duh. Like, <laughs> you don't send people flowers for that? I'm so happy for you. I'm like, oh, she needs, she needs a little pep in her they're step after this. Too. They like, are they, they kind of opened up a little bit more now. They're, yeah, they're really pretty. Good. Dan uses, it's um, this flower delivery place. They come from like the volcanic ashes of Ecuador or some fancy thing. I noticed it wasn't from like America. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called the books, like bouquet, I think is a website. 
um, I usually get flowers through like the farm girl flowers or something. Oh yeah. But they're kind of expensive. And I got an email that these were on sale and I was like, yeah, they're, I was going to order them there once. I was like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't remember what I got you, but they're kind of colorful and, and springy. They're like different colored roses. Oh, perfect. I'm pretty sure they're roses. If they're not roses, they look like roses. They're like, I but they're know. almost bigger than a rose. I'll send you a picture later. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what I got you. So <laughs> glad you, glad you like them. Um, this week I just kind of chilled with Porter. It was just kind of a shitty week. Like the weather. The weather was gross. It was yeah. just crummy, cold and um, I think we only got out of the house Friday was kind of decent. I put him in his little cozy coop thing and we walked around for a little bit, but it's just miserable. So we stayed inside and just Did you chilled. get snow yesterday? Yeah, it was kind of weird. It snowed just a little bit overnight and then we had mostly like kind of sleep, but mm. it was, it was like 35, 36 all morning. I apologize so nothing- for whatever noises you're hearing in the back I don't know if they're wrestling or what they're doing out there it's fine it's dinosaurs but all of it's it's all gone right now so we didn't have anything that that lasted you guys had a lot we had like four inches at one point but then like as it was snowing it snowed all morning then as it was snowing like the temperature got high enough that it turned into like slush on the ground so there was like our driveway had just like an inch of wet slush it was gross but it dried up a little bit and it's like all this snow is gone already. So I don't know how much they would say that we actually got, but it was like just a really wet, heavy snow and the flakes were huge. It was pretty really like hoping, if it was December. Yeah. I would have been pleased. <laughs> that would have been a good first snow, but I think, I hope this is our last like winter. I hope so too. I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I have the windows open and <laughs> I have the house opened up a little bit today and it, I just, I need, I need the fresh air because we'll, we'll talk about it later, but I just, today we had sunshine most of the day mm -hmm. until like maybe an hour ago and that was much needed. Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to rain. I think it is here tonight, the rest of the week. It's going (laughs) to, it'll be warmer this week though. We got that. Yeah. Yeah. We've got that. (laughs) But um, I always feel like when we talk about the weather, it's just always like that awkward <laughs> icebreaker. So how's well, the weather? <laughs> I mean, it's, what else do you talk about when you're a farmer? I don't know. True. The weather, That's always, you got a bit about like it a go little to. bit. <laughs> Whenever you just run into someone new. So how's the weather in your area? Yeah. About the same as yours. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good talk. Oh, anyway, um, you're fine. You're dino- okay. It's fine. Okay. How are, how are you maybe, doing? Maybe next week I'll have dinosaurs in my background. You. Uh, I'll have to get a, uh, get a picture. Mm, um, um, we're doing good. Okay. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know, everything that happened, I guess, but a week ago today, I conned Joey into getting a puppy. I shouldn't say I conned him, but he finally agreed to. He's always been like, uh, we don't need a dog. Like, wh- wh- when do we have time for a dog? Yada, yada. Well, I feel I like that's like, just like the guys. Oh, it thing. totally is. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't need this. And they get it. They're like, oh, yeah, we do. We actually yeah. do really need this. Cuddled her multiple times. So 
Yeah. Um, and I had seen an Australian shepherd. I've always wanted an Australian shepherd and they had one on um, Facebook market. Well, not marketplace, but on Facebook. And I was like the second time I'd seen it. And so I like showed it to him again. I'm like, she still needs a home. Like we, we need her. Um, and he started asking more questions. And then finally, wait, I feel like I told this because I had it last week, didn't I? Mm-hmm. What did we yep. talk? I think we talked Sunday night or Monday. There she got it. Okay. So yeah. I'm not going to tell that part of the story. Okay. So we'll flash forward to Wednesday. Um, this is where it's sad. I had Addie out. Um, she came to work with me. Um, and she, she was always like by my side. And it was the first morning that we were like, that I didn't keep her right in the cat bar and I brought her outside with us. Um, and it was poor judgment on my part. I trusted her too much. I didn't have her on a long leash and, um, she was just like laying under the four wheeler, just chilling. She was a very, she had a weird personality. Like she just, she was scared of everything. She like, she wasn't really warming up to us much, but she was always by my side. But like, I don't know, she it was just weird. Um, so I was handing out calf bottles and like, she was just laying in a four wheeler. And then all of a sudden I looked and she wasn't there. Um, so we started looking for her. Like we looked around the farm because we assumed like one, a puppy wouldn't go far, you know, and she hid all the time. So we assumed she was hiding in the calf hut or I don't know, there's tons of places to hide at the farm. Um, so we looked for her for, I don't know, like 45 minutes between all the egg bags, between all the hay bales, like literally everywhere. And then I'd called um, one of the girls that works across the street to see if she saw her over there. Cause I had like walked over there, but I didn't see anything. Um, so when she got to work that morning, it was like an hour later, maybe after she had gone missing. And she's like, well, I'll just drive around, see if I can like see her. Um, and then she called me like five minutes later. Uh, she had found her on the side of the highway. Um, so that sucked. Like my heart dropped when she called and asked if she had a blue collar on. Cause I knew, oh. I knew. Um, so I got in the truck immediately and went over. And the, the highway is like, it, it's probably almost a half mile from where she was. Oh, wow. So she, and like, I had been checking on her so much that she had to have booked it. I don't know why. I don't know if a calf spooked her. I, I mean, we'll never know. Um, so yeah, that, that was a really hard day. I beat yeah. myself up a lot. Um, like having to pick her up off the road. That was mm. the worst moments of my life. Um, so yeah, Wednesday, I just cried all day. Um, I literally, I came home from work. Thank God for my calf feeders. They, another, they called another person in and they fed calves so I could leave. Um, I came home and literally laid in bed all day and cried. <laughs> um, but that's what I needed to do. And uh, so then telling the kids was obviously really hard, but at the same time, they, like they understood in a way, um, cause we've never really sugarcoated farm life, you know, things die. Mm-hmm. Like if the cats get hit on the road or a chicken or something, it's like, they were playing on the road. Can't play on the road because you'll get run over. <laughs> like that's, you know, it, it's terrible, but that's literally what we tell them. We want them to know how dangerous it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I explained it, explained it to them. Um, so then Wednesday night, it was, it was really weird because, um, the girl that I got her from 
had messaged me because um, a friend of mine was interested in a puppy and she was letting me know that the one puppy was taken, but um, Addie still had one sister left and she was, um, she's like a black and white female. And she's like, you might not be ready for it, but like, I just wanted to offer it to you, you know, if you are. So Joey and I thought about it like all night. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I don't deserve another puppy. Like she shouldn't be offering me a dog. I literally just got one killed. Like that was going through my head. Um, and then the next morning, Joey and I were talking about it again. I told him, I'm like, literally the only reason I want to say no is because I don't feel like I deserve that second chance. And he's like, well, that's obviously not true. And then he's like, well, what did the kids say? Cause they were kind of asking about it when we were trying to talk about it that night. I'm like, I don't know, just like see what Sophia says when she wakes up and stuff. So then when Sophia woke up, she, one of the first things she asked Joey was when we could get Addie's sister. I was Aww. like, well, that makes our decision. Like, yeah, we're, we'll get her. So I let the lady know. Um, and then I went and picked her up on Friday. And when they say like, God has a reason for everything. Gracie is that, is that example. Like she, her personality is way different than Addie. She's been super comfortable around us from the start. Uh, she does really well on the leash. Like Addie would try to choke herself and like get out of the leash. Um, and I mean, Gracie's just, she's, she's done so well. Um, so it was like <laughs> literally the worst week ever turned into the best week ever. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so far so good. She's laying by my feet right now. She's kind of obsessed with me. Um, <laughs> good, but yeah, she's a godsend and I think it was meant to work out this way as much as it sucked going through Wednesday, you know, yeah, it led us to Gracie. So yeah, good. I'm glad it all worked out. And obviously that's a, a huge lesson learned and mm -hmm. I'm excited. And I got like tie up, like I've got two tie-outs for our house now. I've got one to bring to work. I've got like 80 million leashes. I've got a harness. I, mm -hmm. I've got it all. Yeah. The har I, I think, think the helps. harness is going to be your best friend. Yeah. And I had the harness with Addie, but she just, she did not want to be constrained at all. Like, mm -hmm. which is, it's frustrating. Like, cause now I wish I would have had it on her, but I, but I mean, yeah, there's not anything I can do about it now. So all we can do is be more careful this time around, but yeah, Gracie's done really good on the leash. Like she, she doesn't pull at all. And she just kind of walks where I walk and stuff. So, so she was from the same litter. Yeah. And she, um, I've never seen such a black Australian shepherd. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Um, she's just, she's like all black, she's got a little bit of white on her chest and a little bit of white on her back feet. And she, she does well with, with the kids and with Jackson. Yeah. Jackson. <laughs> you know how babies like pet things they just like oh, slap them. and pull yeah 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 she's he's done that a couple times to her and she just kind of looks at him like really dude <laughs> and like this morning he did it and like just grabbed onto a chunk of her skin and I'm like no 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 and she didn't even flinch oh so good we got to get that under control but at least she's not like mean about it <laughs> we um I was playing on the floor with Baron Porter and uh, barreled over on his back to get his belly rubbed. And Porter was on the ground, and he just like reached over to grab his stomach, but he grabbed his weenie and just like, <laughs> see, uh, I was like, oh, yeah. But Bear just like 
kind of grunted and trotted <laughs> off. Like it was, it was no big deal for him. He's like, I know like, I'm going to get my ass kicked if I hurt you. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun watching dogs with babies. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun to watch them grow up together. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see this. Yeah, me too. Cute. Okay. Let's, uh, child. Oh, well, Joey's home, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good one. Hope nobody's dying. Know to do. um. uh, so today, speaking of crying, <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our postpartum experiences a little bit. Uh, check in on each other, see how we're doing, how things are going. You are are you nine months in? Eight and a half. Eight. Eight and a half. Uh, we'll be nine months on the twelfth. Oh gosh, I'm going to be eight months on the 20th. So yeah, okay. It does. I, <laughs> I, Porter still has his crib in our bedroom. So he's sleeping by us. It's fine. But, um, Sophia was a year, I think, before I put her in her own room. Okay. Dan, if you're it listening to this, better. like it's, it's normal. Dan's trying to, he's like, no, he's six months old. He can move out. I'm like, no, he can't. Well, is he sleeping better? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't fall asleep until like 10 at the earliest. Um, but he usually sleeps through the night pretty well. He's been waking up maybe like around one o'clock, but he goes back down if he eats. Okay. So he's not, he's not bad. And then he'll get up. I was going to say with, seven o'clock with Sophia, I almost wish we moved her earlier. Cause once I moved her, she slept like way better. <laughs> so Sorry you um Dan use that information as you will but yeah. no and then I think Joe was probably around six months and Jackson was I don't know five or six months yeah we're um I feel like once, they're starting not, once they're not once they're not waking up many times yeah the nurse and stuff it gets better yeah we're gonna, Dan's gonna be doing frost watch soon so like with his alarm going off I don't want that waking oh, him up at like four yeah. o'clock in the morning so my mom's like, you should probably do that pretty soon. You should get him adjusted. I'm like, no, Dan can just go sleep in the nursery. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So like it's nice just being able to like look over and look at them. Although yeah. if you get a good monitor, mine, I have like a VTech one. And if I have the sound up enough, I can like literally hear him breathing. So it's fine. <laughs> oh, that makes a difference. Like our Wi-Fi is bad enough. So I couldn't get like a a good Wi-Fi ones. So I don't even know. Mm. I don't even know what we have, but I didn't want it to get hacked either. Like, yeah, that, like yeah. those creepy things. I don't know. So anyway, let's, let's get back on tracks here. What? <laughs> I'm going to start crying just thinking about moving his crib. So why don't you talk about how things are going? <laughs> um, I can say things are going a million times better since I stopped nursing mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about statement anymore. I, um, I've been dry. Ooh, I don't know, two weeks now, maybe three weeks. Uh, maybe almost a month. I don't even remember when I stopped. Um, I, I had so much guilt stopping, but I feel so much better, um, being done. And I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, I like, I mean, yeah, fed is best. I know that breast milk 
it's got a lot of good stuff in it, but at the same time, I think you have to weigh your, your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we briefly talked about this, I don't know, at a different episode, but that deemer that I experienced, um, if you are breastfeeding or pumping and you get like waves of anxiety or, um, you just feel like down in the dumps when you start doing it, look up Deemer, look up what it is. Um, I had no idea what it was until someone just randomly suggested that I might have it. And it explains a lot about how I was feeling. And I think why it was so hard to nurse and pump this time around. Um, plus Jackson was in daycare at six weeks, um, where the other two I brought to work with me for a while. So I didn't have to pump very much with them. My body just naturally does not respond well to pumping. Um, so like with all the clogged ducts and the deemer and the mastitis, I, I can't do it anymore. And I have zero regrets. I feel a lot better. Um, I will say when I started taking Lexapro, that helped like to an extent it helped make it more bearable to, to keep doing it. But now with that and the nursing gone, it's like, um, but yeah, this, this postpartum journey was definitely the hardest for me. Um, I honestly thought it would be the easiest because it's like third time, you know what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. Sophia was old enough to help and I don't know what it was. I, I just, I always felt blah. I didn't feel like myself and, you know, weeks went by, months went by and I was like, well, I'm, I'll get better. Like eventually it's just the baby blues, you know? Um, and then at Jackson's six month appointment, um, right before I went in, I had been talking to a friend was kind of going through the same things as me like she was always tired she didn't feel like doing anything um she just not that she was like depressed or not that she was sad all the time but she I should be just saying me like yeah I just I didn't feel like doing anything I'd get home from work and I would sit on the couch and watch the kids play like I didn't want to make dinner I didn't want to clean the house I literally wanted to do nothing even on the weekends when like normally we do fun things and stuff I, I wanted to do nothing Um, so she's like, you really need to talk to the doctor. Um, and so then at his six month appointment, um, I, I didn't bring it up at all because I'm a chicken shit and like, I just couldn't. And then right at the end, she's like, well, do you have any other concerns? And I like, literally was just like, uh, 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 yes. (laughs) And I like, it was the hardest thing to say is like that. I think what I'm feeling is not normal. And immediately she was, she was like, thank you for telling me that. Let's sit down. Let's talk. Um, so she was, she was amazing. Um, she had me fill out like a couple forms just about feelings and things I was going through and stuff. Um, and then she had me come back in for an appointment without Jackson, just like by myself. Um, she talked to me, gosh, I was probably there almost an hour. She, she explained like everything that's kind of going in, in your brain Um, And like, basically my brain was not making enough serotonin for my body. Um, So that's why I was feeling like I was. Um, So there's like a lot of, a ton of different medications and stuff. And um, we started on Lexapro, just like a low dose of Lexapro. Um, And I say after like two or three weeks, I really noticed a big difference. Um, And then now that I am done nursing, I kind of notice it even more like, I don't know. Things are just a lot better. And I, I think there was just a lot piling on when I started it because 
it was like fall it was getting cold the weather's mm-hmm. kind of crappy um the clogged ducks like those just they suck and then I got them all the time and like every time I would get them I would want them to be done nursing and then every time I pumped I felt like I was gonna throw up so I think everything just piled on but it was the hardest thing to tell her I needed help but at the same time it was I mean the best thing that I could have done for myself so I I guess anyone that's listening if if you feel like you're not feeling normal like if you're past the point of like I don't think I should be feeling like this just talk to your doctor I mean it's scary and it I don't know why it's scary but it is and I don't know it was the best thing I've ever done for myself so yeah it just takes like two seconds of courage to be like, I'm not okay. Yeah. And then or like from there, it's just a paper and hand it to them because I felt just a wave of relief after we started talking, like, and I'm just like bawling the whole time. And she, you know, like say, I just, I was dealing with it. I thought that it was, you know, three kids, like you got a lot going on juggling mm-hmm. a lot. I thought it was normal until someone finally told me it's not normal. Like go tell someone. So if you're feeling that way, it's not normal. Go tell someone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. I'm really glad you did that when you did that too. And that's kind of what I told Dan kind of going into pregnancy. Cause like, I, I'm an anxious person to begin with. So I was really nervous about postpartum stuff. And I told him, I'm like, listen, you need to keep an eye out for like signs and and symptoms of this, because I'm probably not going to recognize it. And you kind of need to be the one, like if I'm acting, oh, here comes Winnie. If I'm acting different or whatever, like you need to say something at one of our appointments. Um, so he, he was great and he was able to come with me to like all of Porter's appointments. And, um, but yeah, thankfully he never had to, (laughs) she's just, she needs some love. Thankfully he never had to say anything, but he was he was ready if he needed to. So if you need to bring your, your spouse or your partner in with you for these appointments, that might be another option too, if you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, bringing it up. So, well, and they, I don't know about your doctor, but they've, they've got the list of questions that they ask mm-hmm. every time, especially like in the beginning, do you feel stressed? Do you like, they're just you like, know, no, sure I'm questions. stressed. <laughs> yeah. And literally, I mean, I would laugh it off at the other appointments. Cause do you feel stressed? Well, yeah, I've got, three kids and you know I, I'm a farmer yeah I feel pretty stressed yeah, and then like you kind of laugh about it on a good they, night like yeah I'm tired I'm stressed. Like, <laughs> uh yeah so I well and it's easy to joke about stuff like that too rather than like you know yeah. take it seriously just because it makes you feel better but yeah that's really good that he could do that I I think I've always dealt with anxiety but not not to the point where I couldn't deal with it, you know, and then I was just pushed over the edge this fall, I guess. So hopefully it's not like a forever thing that I'm on this, these pills, but at the same time, if it is, mm-hmm. so be it. I feel way better. So. Yeah. And that's awesome that you got the right dosage and like the right medication right off the bat too. Cause I know that's sometimes a tricky thing to like, uh, to fine tune it. So yeah. it works for you. Yeah. And she, well, she had told me I should give it like four to six weeks and if it wasn't working then to tell her. Um, so I'm like, that would be like, that's a long time to deal with it if it wasn't working and then to like have to do that all over again. So I'm really glad it worked. Um, there was, you know, there's been times where like, before I actually stopped 
nursing that I thought I needed to increase my dose. Um, but honestly, now that I stopped nursing, I, I think that took a lot of my anxiety away. So we're doing good now. And she said a lot, like some people can go off of it, um, like during the summer months and then go back on, like if seasonal depression is a big thing. So she wanted me to stay on it at least six months. Um, and I don't think I'm going to, going to stop anytime soon just because I don't want to go back to how I was feeling. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. This winter was tough. Like well, it's hard being cooped inside with a baby. Cause if yeah. you want to go outside, you have to, you, you know, there's anything. so much to do to like get them ready to go outside. Yeah. Um, Porter is like the definition of a pandemic baby. Like we haven't gone anywhere other than, um, to his doctor's appointments. He's been to church twice, one to get baptized and like one on Christmas or whatever. And otherwise he just goes to my parents' house or, um, to my grandparents' house. And that's it. Like we haven't, oh, I guess we went out to eat one time. We ate in a bubble for my birthday, but like (laughs) we haven't gone anywhere. So this whole time I've been home with him and it's great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love spending every minute with him, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, kind of like losing your identity a little bit. And it's all just, this is so annoying. Um, It's just so much like it's, it's, it's hard, you know, like I'm, I went through. Well, you have really no adult interaction. Yeah. You don't have any, you don't have any adult interaction. Like everything changed so fast. Like your body's changed, your body changed, your hormones are going crazy. Um, like my job changed. Like I haven't, I, I don't work that much. So like, I don't get outside very often. Like all these things are changing. And so you have to adjust to that so fast. And you're just sitting inside along with your thoughts and your baby. And you're like, well, this is life now. Like what, how, where did my identity go? How can I find it? And you're fighting like all these imposter syndrome type things all while trying to be present and like in the moment and, and enjoying everything. It's like, well, what about me? <laughs> you know? Um, so that's been kind of like my biggest struggle is just what, what do I do now? But again, being in the winter was really hard, not going anywhere. Um, so like this, this weekend, uh, one of Dan's friends has a four-year-old and we, he just had a birthday party. So we got to go to that. And that was the first time I think Porter has interacted with or has seen more than like four people at a time. And he did great. Like he, he loved it. He was just kind of like chill and just whatever. Um, but it was like, oh, this is how you talk to adults. Like I'm trying to like relearn how to have normal conversations. And that's why I felt like when we got together with, with the other girls too, it was like, I feel like I don't know how to talk to you guys. Like, I don't, I don't remember how to carry on a conversation. I don't have anything to talk about other than my baby. Like, how am I supposed to participate? <laughs> you didn't remember how to shotgun a beer. No. Okay. I didn't either. <laughs> that was the first thing my dad saw that video. And when the first thing he said, when I got back was how pathetic that was. And I'm like, well, Okay, whatever. But what, what, what do you expect? Come on. Yeah. We're out of practice. <laughs> but yeah, so it, like as much as I try to be like upbeat and positive about everything, it's hard. Like it's 
yeah and it's always just I don't know it's it's tough because like I want to be outside doing stuff and at the same time I'm like I don't want to I don't I have the opportunity to be home with my baby while still you know being like employed so if if I'm if I can be home from work without the risk of being fired like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna spend time with my baby and like my parents have been gone. Like my mom, I don't know. I've said this before, I think, but like my mom is like the other caregiver, heat porter. We don't do daycare for him mostly again because pandemic and all the daycares are super hard to get into, but my mom's right in my backyard. So when I do need to work, I just go over, drop him off. I know he's safe there, but they've been going on vacations a lot this winter, which good for them. But at the same time, they're gone, like at a drop of a hat. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to be gone, you know, for 10 days. So then that's like 10 days that I'm, I'm kind of stuck at home. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel comfortable really taking him out to like the store or like even driving in the winter. Like I hate driving in winter to begin with. So I don't want to load him in my car, drive into town for something that I need or just to get out of the house. So I'm just like, you know, I feel like I'm just stuck. And uh, I live in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to do. Like I can't do anything out here. I feel like I'm just complaining a lot, but like it's it's no, it's tough. I've, it's hard in the winter, especially. I mean, hopefully now that it's getting warmer, you can you know go for walks mm-hmm. or go for a drive. Like find I don't know if you've got probably have to go all the way to clear out the cross, but it's like children museum or you know like yeah. little play things and stuff, but. At the same time, too, the older he gets, easier it'll be to kind of go to the marsh and take him and like, yeah, have him ride around with you or go yeah. check out what's going on and stuff. We um we have a wagon, so I tried, <laughs> I tried like the the backpack carrier thing, and I had him on my chest because he we can't figure out how to get him on the back. So it's I had so him on my hard. Ch- <laughs> Had him on my chest. It was so heavy. He's 25 pounds. I'm like, we tried going for like a half mile walk and I'm huffing. Like it's you need one of those like hiking ones where they like sit in and they have like their own little chair behind you. Yeah. Um, but I also have a wagon and now that he can sit up like on his own, I can just buckle him in that and and that's so much easier. But yeah, that was when we had like the 60 degree weather, we went on a walk like every day and for like an hour and he would just sleep the whole time, but it was so nice just to get out. And I think I made a couple posts about like blowing the stink off and like literally and in, in like figuratively, like it just, you just feel so much better going outside. I love Wisconsin, but just the winters are hard mm-hmm. and I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, we'll just take like a vitamin D supplement. It's like, that doesn't do shit. Like I need, I need to go outside. I need sunshine. It's just, it's need tough. The actual sunshine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things, things have been getting a lot better. Um, oh, Winnie's got something to say. And, uh, we thank, thank we you for it. putting your butthole in the camera. Yes. <laughs> she just farted into the microphone. <laughs> um, we went for a drive the other night and I had him on my lap and we just drove around the marsh and it was just, it was nice just to now that he's big enough to support himself in that way, it's good just to get out, get out. Yeah. And, and start showing him some of this stuff. He doesn't know what's going on, obviously, but it's nice. He probably likes it too. Just like doing something different. 
Mm-hmm. Change of scenery. Yeah. Something. Get away from the dog for a second. He probably can't see the dog. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gonna be like Mowgli from the Jungle Book, raised by a dog <laughs> and a cat. And a cat. Yeah, can't forget the cat. But yeah, that's that's kind of how things are going. But um, the the thing that I found helped me. So again, like body issue problems. Um, we have one of Dan's friends is getting married this summer in Madison and it's like a formal wedding. So I'm trying to find like a formal dress for this wedding and it sucks. Let me tell you, it sucks. <laughs> Nothing fits. I think I'm on my sixth dress and I've tried dresses from all over. I've tried different shapes. Different Did you go to lengths. like a bridal shop that has like bridesmaids dresses? I <laughs> I, I mean, just need to go to a store and try them on, but again, like that would require store. me leaving. Yeah. So that's my next step. But like I just feel so uncomfortable in in my clothes. Like when after after Porter was born, I was 20 pounds lighter than my pre-pregnancy weight. And I think that was like breastfeeding and working and not sleeping, not eating and losing like all your blood, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the point. So I was like, I was skinny. That was like the skinniest I've been in a really long time. And then like, once I stopped breastfeeding, it was like hitting like a truck and all came back immediately. Like it was just like, wham, I woke up and it's, it's like, Oh, here you go. And now your weight's going to be all in different places. Your boobs are going to be down to your knees. Like, <laughs> Um, so that's not fun. And it's been really hard for me to lose that weight again. <sighs> so I've been working out um, more, which is good. Dan's been really great about coming home and I'll just be dressed and ready to go. I won't even tell him. I'm like, take this child. I need, I need to move my body. <laughs> well, plus spending all day with him. It's yeah. kind of like a nice stress reliever to just get your, get your head in a better place. Then you can be present with Dan the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm able to take like an hour for myself and and go work out, which has been so great mentally and and physically for me. And then I'm also trying to get into cooking a little bit more too. So I need, I need hobbies because again, I don't do anything. So I've been trying to get into cooking that way I can eat better. Um, and not have to rely on Dan to come straight home and make me dinner. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, that's been good too. I found, um, a couple websites that have had like healthier recipes and that are still easy to make and still taste good. So, um, that's been, that's been helpful too. So that's all been kind of like getting my head back, uh, back on track. So that's, that's where I'm at. It's, it's not fun, but you know, you got to find ways to, you need to find outlets for your sanity and take time for yourself couple times a week I think or every day whatever yeah you have to have some alone time like you can't give what is that you can't give a gift from your cup if it's only half you can't something about pouring a cup <laughs> and if it's not if you don't fill your own cup you're not gonna have anything to give anyone else yeah you can't pour from an empty cup yeah that that could be it <laughs> follow me for more inspirational quotes <laughs> Yeah, we should make a Pinterest board with just failed quotes. 
Um, no, I think that's important. And I think, I mean, our biggest difference is that I send my kids to daycare. So like, I'm not with them most of the day. So I think that also had me feeling so guilty. Like when I would pick them up, you'd think I would be ready to like play with them and stuff. And I just, I had no desire to, I, I was mm-hmm. too tired. Um, so I've noticed that's a big change too. Like I can interact with the kids and like, I get, re- I get excited to pick them up and stuff, which is terrible to say, but um, yeah, I think it gets easier too, obviously as the baby gets older. Cause like now that Jackson is crawling and like sitting up and snacking on stuff, he, he's a lot easier to, to keep happy. Like you don't have to entertain him quite as much. He's literally happy sitting in the living room watching the other two play like or crawling and trying to destroy things that they're doing but it's just every day gets a little bit easier mm-hmm. now the next one <laughs> not for me <laughs> I told Joey this puppy is the fourth child he wanted because he ain't getting anything else for me <laughs> uh that, yeah that's a conversation for a different day but Yeah, it it gets better. Someone told me they're like, if you have another child, don't have them in November or December because it will be the worst. It'll be hard going through. You're not wrong. I mean, Sophia was February and Joe was March. So it was like a little bit, um, Uh, you know, like a month or two that we had to spend inside, but that was fine because they're so little, you don't want to take them anywhere anyways. Mm -hmm. And then once it got warm, you felt more comfortable leaving. So maybe try for a spring baby. I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll take what I get. I don't think. I think, yeah, that was, that's the funniest part. Like when people like plan for babies, I'm like, (laughs) that must be nice. Like, took us long enough just to get pregnant so (laughs) I'll take what I can get but yeah uh kids I tell you gotta love them all right I feel like I feel like we're not do you have anything else to say (laughs) no no, we're starting to do we're just starting to do a thing where like we don't know what to say yeah I don't know what else to say that's that's it we've been Um, talking for a while anyways yeah I think the biggest takeaway, just, just have someone to talk to. That's not a dog, your child or your spouse. I mean, it's great to talk to your spouse, but having someone outside helps I think some of that make under, you feel human understands too. too. I mean, no offense to the husbands, but it's hard for them to understand everything we're going through. So I think if you can find like another mom to talk to, it's mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, you can relate to them a little bit better, I think. Um, so yeah, if, I mean, my inbox is always open if anyone needs to talk. Yep, me too. I'm sure Amber's is as well, yeah. So reach out to us if you need to. Know that you're not alone. Know that it's not easy. If you have it easy, God bless you. <laughs> but I don't think most people do, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Next week, we'll be back with another fun guest. I'm excited about this one. Um. And if you have anything else that you want us to cover, either about our our mom journey or farm journeys, anything, anything in between, again, our inboxes are always open. So feel free to shoot us a message, say hi. 
And if you haven't left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on our Facebook page, please feel free to do that because it always makes us smile and it makes our day and honestly our weeks, our years so much better. So um, (laughs) um, if you're not following us, uh, make sure to check us out at Forward Farming Podcast. I'm over at Cranberry Chats and Becca's over at Farming with the Hillbies. Thanks for, (laughs) these are always so awkward. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.